I've got Sue Bellaby here from Good Nose Pet Foods. So is it actually pet foods? Is that the way you describe it? Um, Good Nose Pet Food, yeah, we specialise in dog and cat food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not so in the budgies and rabbits. Right, okay, yeah. So that's you and your husband, Frank? Yes, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, you guys used to run Miro Feeds. If yes, people want to up place you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. We had yeah. that business there for quite a few years. Frank's um, an animal nutritionist. Yeah, he studied for four years um, at Massey University um, and got his agricultural science degree in animal nutrition there. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of people knew Miro Feeds. Well, we did because we were always getting chicken feed there. Yeah. Um, at the, you know, <laughs> days we gone by. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but, but. Now you specialise in dog and cat rather dog than the cat. big animals, right. which is um, what it was mainly based on. Yeah, um, calf feeding. So this and feed. so that's basically meat. Yeah, what what's uh, meat products really for dogs and cats? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's right. And so why? Um, what? What? Why did you guys want to do that? Why did you want to start a business specialising in that area? Okay, so we over the years, um, when friends started getting their pets and asking Frank some advice with animal nutrition, being as he was an expert, yeah. um, we just started looking a bit more closely at the ingredients list on the pet foods that people were buying. And there yeah. was um, all the sort of top seven ones that you'll see advertised on television and in the vets and supermarkets. So we looked, started looking at the ingredients of those. And he just was became horrified at looking at the ingredients of what actually is in pet food and yeah. investigating a bit further about what dog and cats eat naturally in the wild and what gives a complete diet to them yeah. and realised there was a huge gap in the market of healthy, nutritious pet food. So was, was there any healthy, nutritious pet food out there? Pet food out there? Um, very little. The problem was pretty much... Every food that you see on the shelf, every commercial food that you find is cooked. All the food is cooked. Right. Um, and there really isn't a healthy cooked food for animals. The cooking itself destroys or changes all the components in it. So yeah. vitamins, enzymes, amino acids are often completely destroyed by the cooking process. Yeah. Um, or other proteins and ingredients are changed yeah. to the point where they're useless or even harmful. Yeah, um, and, and the chemicals that are in these foods, preservatives, and thousands of chemicals, if you just look at the back of the packaging of, of these processed dog yeah, foods, yeah. Um, a lot of those chemicals then, you know, long-term are cancer-causing for animals as well. Okay. Um, why... Why does some pet food smell so awful? <laughs> this is a question that's just popped into my head Uh-oh. now. Yeah, is it because, like, like there, we used to feed our dog when we had a dog, yes. uh, like a, a raw meat, it looked like mincemeat, basically. Yes. Yeah, that doesn't smell bad. No, but but you get some of those cat foods are just all just revolting. Oh, yes. Cats love them. Yes. Well, they think they love them anyway. Well, that's the thing. Some, I mean, some people say, "Oh, well, my dog will try it. Love it. It eats anything." Um, and I mean, and some dogs do eat anything. You know, some mm. certain Labradors, for instance. You know, they they, You're they famous for it. Yes, that's right. They'll 
do anything to get to a rubbish bin and eat whatever's in it. But that doesn't mean to say that the food that they're eating and enjoying or like the taste of is good for them. It's a bit like if you're out eating McDonald's every day because you might like the taste of it or you get addicted to it. It's yeah. not going to be good for you in the long term for constant mm. eating, but you, yeah. you like the taste of it. So, so would you, just would, would, taste would... test alone for an animal I don't think is good enough reason to feed it to them. Yeah. Would 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 Frank say that? Would you or Frank say that it's kind of like having a McDonald's diet? For, for yes, and long term, long term, because when you first feed a, a puppy, or you know, if you're starting your dog off, it, it's going to you know grow and, and survive on the food that it's. It, you, that you feed it but you don't see the problems of these refined foods until later on in the dog's life so after years and years of feeding the dog grains um, and cooked food and the lack of bones you know fresh meaty raw bones in the dog's diet you will see that unfortunately the, the animal will start could start by having you know allergies will start developing yeah. um, itchy allergies um, skin, they might get upset stomachs. Um, How do you tell if your dog's got an upset stomach? Um, well, they're going to have diarrhoea, start having oh, constant okay, diarrhoea right. yeah. um, problems in, in that way. Um, itchy, um, long-term, probably develop, start developing things, autoimmune illnesses, arthritis. and Sounds a lot uh, like humans. It, exactly, yeah, yeah. From eating all these. And, and eventually cancers, which are much more prevalent. So feeding a dog, you know, firstly, we believe a good note from the studies that, that Frank's done and we've yeah. investigated is that raw feeding is absolutely for dogs and cats the healthiest way to feed your animal it doesn't mean just feeding prime cuts raw meat that won't be a complete diet either it needs more than just that yeah but feeding raw um as part of the balanced diet for your animal I, and I particularly guess, bones dogs yeah. need as well they need you know every day they need a fresh uncooked raw bone they need plenty of them in their diet so imperative for their health. So for, some people might be going. This sounds sounds quite expensive yeah. by comparison. Do they, does it have to yeah. be? Do you have to g- get rid of the cheap stuff from the supermarket and exclusively feed the healthy stuff? Can you can you do a mix if, or get yeah, something occasionally, I, I think, depending on your diet on your on yeah, your, on your guess, finances? Um, yes, you you can. I mean, it, it probably will cost a bit more because, well, for instance, the pet food that you buy. Um, it might say on the packet that it's passed laws, you know, to be a pet food. But the laws of what the ingredients that are in pet food that have to be are very minimal. They just have to have a very basic number of nutrients and, and vitamins. So they wouldn't test it on an animal to see if it was good for an animal. They would just test it to see if these minimum contents are in it, enzymes, vitamins, proteins. Yeah. And those sorts of things. Now, to get those minimum ingredients in it, you can actually get that tested with three ingredients only in the food. And those three ingredients that will pass as legally as a pet food can be shoe leather mixed with sump oil, coal and water. Really? If you mix those, you will technically get a pass to legally be able to sell that into a supermarket, it will pass the minimum requirements of what it has to have in it. But if you feed just that to your animal, you're going to see well, a very sick animal very quickly. Well, yes, yes. Um, but, you see, the levels are so low 
the, the, the restrictions and guidance so for healthy feeding. So do those things, those things you talk about, they have those... Some of the pet foods that, no, are very was, close to that now in the packets, but they would really. But I, with Mark, clever marketing, these are huge companies. Most of them are owned by huge conglomerates. You know, the majority, the two biggest ones are Mars and Nestle, the chocolate companies, um, yeah. owning a huge amount of brands all under the different names. So you know, some of these um, are barely fit for consumption. But can and, we go? Was that yeah. those things listed? Is, is that just kind yeah. of like to show? What's possible under yes. the under the standard? No yeah. one's actually putting those things into food. Um, yes, they will be going into. So I'm not going to start looking, you know, and telling you all the names well, of the I, terrible pet food companies right I, now. I, I guess. I mean, I can I could see how bits of leather might turn up, mm. right? Because that might get yeah. churned up in the meat. But you said mm. like some oil. It can't some be some oil, oil and. There'll be all sorts of. I mean, if you look at the ingredients, I don't think you'd even know what they meant because. Well, they're not going to write sump oil, are they? No, no, exactly. So it'll be under mm. a different name. Yeah, there'll be. It, it might not be sump oil as such. I'm just using sump oil as an as a suggestion that that there are ingredients in sump oil. Sump oil. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, sump oil. Yeah. Um, that have ingredients in it, or a certain something in it, a mineral in it that is a required into sp- a pet food. So. I suppose if you had like absolutely no ethics at all and yes. some oil is cheap that's right. because you could get the used stuff, then you could put a, uh, just put a little bit of that in and we'll yes. check that box. Well, that's right because these okay, huge, huge yeah, companies, they're, 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 all they're concerned about is their bottom line and yeah, their profits. Course. They're not yeah. actually concerned necessarily about the health of your animal. And a lot of them also have specific foods that say ideal for this kind of dog or this sickness or this. So the same companies which are making your animal sick long-term from the food you're feeding are then offering a very expensive, more expensive food to try and fix the problem that the original food has caused yeah. So, but at a more expensive rate. So the marketing is very clever. They've got a lot of money for the marketing, the packaging, the use of the names. They use the word royal in words, things like that. You know, the, the TV advertising of course, people are going to believe everything that they see and say yeah, well, because they not, think that they they've been tested and that. Well, there's is no analysis of it. Food. Like this is like in the media. I have never read anything that I recall mm. about that. I know if you go online and start searching, you can you can find people who talk about what what you're talking about. Yes. Um, and I, and I guess one of the things I just want to come back to, like even even ignoring the unhealthy stuff that's in there when they when they're putting ingredient putting minerals and nutrients in to, to tick a box. Yes. I know with human health, and we're talking about mammals now. Yeah. Still talking about mammals. I've, I've learned that it's it's a lot of nutrients need to be sort of together with, with other elements to be absorbed by the body properly. Yes. So it's no good just chucking some stuff in there necessarily. It, w- it won't make much difference. Yes, and sometimes they can put too much of something in there too. You can have too many of a certain vitamin. Okay, so if it's right. just a blanket throwing in, it's got this in it, um, it might be a very low level of something that the animal um, doesn't actually need at all or it might be too high a level that an animal doesn't need much of. Yeah. And I think you were telling me the other the other day off the air that, that um, they've also got like sponsorship arrangements with the with the vet franchises and things like that. So, am I using the right? Yes, describing um, that accurately. Well, I've just there? noticed um, that there's very few um, New Zealand healthy brands in the vets, um, and very little advocating for the raw feeding diets. And I'm not really 
100% sure of the reasons why. Okay, it's all right. Not, so not I was advocated. I was kind of speculating there. So but have you tried to have you have you been able to get your good nose product into New Zealand vets? Not at this stage. No, no. We're really um So what what's there the, are actually there are I shouldn't say none of them. There is a vet um um, a vet that we are working with at the moment who's actually uh, written a book and we're working with but he doesn't live in New Zealand um, but there is, a, there is one other smaller vet on the South Island that um, okay. is promoting the raw feeding diets but Is there a reason um, given? Not really, no, they just, just okay. say we'll get back to you, we'll have a look at it but Okay, and we, all right. So, and, but, we, but they do sell pet food and we know it's the food that from, the, from those big it's conglomerates. It's the big corporations yeah. that um, are supplying the vet companies, um, yeah. and also the a lot of the big charity, for instance, um, on the whiskers cat, whiskers charity shops or the charity shops that you see around, which are animal shelters or animal. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, yep. Yep. Um, charities. Um, we've not been able to give free food as a promotion, you know, give food away to these charities because they're locked in for years with... Um, top, they've got, they've got you know, deals with them. They've got deals, deals with them where yeah. they're supplied with um, minivans and other large pieces of equipment to keep okay. in there. So we can't, we can't compete. It's interesting, isn't it? Because when you, when, you, when you buy your eggs, you can get eggs that have been... that an organized, independent organisation will certify... Uh, that the, the chickens were not poorly treated right. during during their lives because that's been mm. an issue and, that, and there was quite a lot of activism to get that sorted out. Um, but this is an, an area that doesn't seem like a lot of people are looking at at the moment. No, I think it's it's a very competitive business. It's a big business feeding animals around the world. Well, so, yes. Um, and I think there's a, a lot of controls that could well do with tightening up as far as the actual testing of the food I don't think there's any companies that test food on the animals <laughs> to see what the benefits are. But, I mean, it depends. You can read studies about the benefits of raw feeding or other feeding, and it depends who's done the research. So a lot of the research is carried out by these large pet food companies themselves, so yeah. I, I don't know the, the trustworthy of them. If it's, a, say, Purina, for instance, doing a, a, a employing a... Um, someone to do these investigations it might not be as valid as an independent company that yeah. hasn't got any vested interest of in course, promotion. Of course, yeah, yet. you always want it from the independent company. That's right. Yeah. So from what I've studied to try and find independent, um, I, I've coupled, there's been at least two that have specifically said that that dogs and cats' lives can be extended up to seven years by on feeding a raw diet, which is... A huge amount of life, and also just the benefits of their life as they age, yeah. without all the ongoing sicknesses, health issues, heart arthritis, other problems that old yeah. animal, bone issues um, that animals can have long term. So, what what, have, what is good news? What have you guys got in in the food for cats and dogs? So we have, like you were um, saying before, not just not not just choice not, cuts like we like for our steak. It's going yes, to be more than that. Yes, that's right. That they need more than that. So they do need um, variety of things in their diet, a mix. So what we've developed at Good Nose is believing, first of all, that the raw is the way to go, yep. and. Any food that you find in the supermarket, well, there's very few. I think there might be one other company in New Zealand that 
produces raw food. Yeah. Um, but everything else is cooked. So you'll see dried, air-dried, um, and a lot of people might assume that air-dried is the same as freeze-dried, which our food's all freeze-dried. So we take the raw meat and we have it in its frozen state it's then goes through the freeze dry machine which takes quite a few processes and hours to go through the machine but it doesn't cook it it keeps it in that state it just removes yeah. the liquid from it so um whereas air dried food is all cooked to a certain temperature um which preserved in a certain way and that is often the really smelly food that you mentioned before yeah be very smelly and it doesn't have a very long shelf life either it might only last for about around three months or so whereas the freeze drying removes all the liquid so no bacteria can grow and it lasts it can last for years um once the moisture has been taken out Someone wants to know about what about Mighty Mix, a dog food from New Zealand. Would you care um, to comment? Mighty Mix, I, I'd have to look at the packet and see what the ingredients are, but maybe if that, that person has got a packet over there, I'd love to hear what it says. What are the ingredients in Mighty Mix? Okay. I, I don't really want to start we might, we might get a t- individual pet food companies, but yeah. I'd be interested to know what the ingredients are on the packet. A, we might get a text message with all sorts of complicated yes. words I can't read in a minute. Yeah. Um, um, so the... So our ingredients that we yeah. put in, just as it's the raw, no, we don't put anything nasty in it. We've just got the the raw proper meat, not just where often you'll see if it's chicken, but then when you look a bit closer, it might be chicken claws, chicken eyes. It won't oh, actually have any meat in bits. it. All the leftover bits that's yeah. on the floor, feathers and things like that, all go in to constitute what they might get away with as yeah. calling it chicken. Um, so ours has actually got meat in it. It also has the animal raw bone in it, which is so important for the animal's health to have raw bone. So that yeah. is all minced and chopped up and minced into it. Plus the offal from the animal as well. Because um, that's a portion animals of the offal. I've read that animals in the wild will eat, will eat the gut of an animal that, that they've yes, brought usually down. In, in the wild, an animal will actually go for the stomach often first. That is the prized possession. <laughs> they'll go for the stomach. Will well, as well, they'll get um, the greenery often and the roughage and the, and the plant matter that um, the animal that they're killing is eating. If they kill a rabbit, for instance. I guess it's semi-digested, it's semi-digested. isn't it? And, they can't, and, and like a dog can't digest much grass, but other animals can. Yes, they do. They do eat some things in the wild um, normally, but they, the stomach. If they're killing another animal, that's where they'll get that kind of um, food. So we include some offal, but you don't. You can't feed an animal purely on all offal either. It's too rich in in minerals and things. So there has to be a balance. So there's some offal, and the bone and the meat, and some added minerals and vitamins that an animal would need, um, and that is all that's added. There's nothing else added to okay. it as well, at all. Depending. And we use a lot of wild animal. We use, um, as much as possible, we use rabbit, which is just all How do you source rabbits. rabbit? Are there, I guess, are there people catching rabbit? I mean, there's always people trapping rabbits, aren't there? So maybe... Yes. It's, it's, it's hard. It's an expensive process, actually. Our rabbit comes from the Mackenzie country, um, yeah. South Island of New Zealand, and we have ex-SAS officers shooting them for us because they have to be headshots I'm afraid because obviously you can't um, oh, you don't want a bullet in the food you can't have a bullet in the food so oh. it's <laughs> can you imagine the process we've got people out there 
hunting rabbits, wow. headshots only. So it's or a tra- uh, I suppose a trapped rabbit would be all right, so long as it hasn't been in the trap too long. Yes, that's right. If you can get it quick enough and good. But I mean, the way we get them, it's fresh, healthy, un polluted in any way no poisoning or trapping or anything like that, that for must, the animals. That, so. I have to say that sounds like it would be quite expensive <laughs> yes yes yeah. it is an expensive processing so um for the rabbits we have we, we have goat as well and we have venison yeah. food so and we're also looking at um introducing some other at the moment we're looking into doing some um carp from the Waikato river actually some Okay. Um, nuisance. We're trying to clean up some of the nuisance animals. Yes, to yes. Use. I'm sure there's a lot of capacity yeah. out there. Um, does it? Is it like so? In a particular product, is it all wild animal um, meat, or is it? A, is we it, also use um, lamb. We use use lamb, beef, and chicken, um, which is farmed in New Zealand locally. Waikato yeah. produced. And I know people food. will be will be wanting to know if some of it's organic or not. Um, some of it actually is organic, but. We can't claim that all of it is. Some of it is um, it's just difficult to, to show that it's actually organic, even though it's Right, was, hard to certify. Yes, that's well, right. Well, if, yeah. if you shoot something in the wild, how do you actually certify that well, that exactly, was organic? Exactly. Okay, so yeah, we so can't so technically use those words, but um, some of the products are, especially the wilder, the goat, rabbit, venison. You have to imagine that there, there wasn't a lot of artificial stuff in there. No, that's right. Well, in New Zealand, it's pretty much all grass-fed, those big animals anyway. We see, that's the difference also. If you're buying product that comes outside of New Zealand, it's a very different sort of processing. A beef um, product coming from America, for instance, may well have hormones, antibiotics. It may well be fed indoors on grains itself. So you're getting a very different beef than what you might get if you had an beef product from New Zealand as yes, well so yeah, you're not yeah. comparing like with like if you're even, saying even the conventional totally conventional farming in New Zealand is still a step very above very different yes from, from yeah and we've seen yep. I think a lot of us have seen documentaries or photos of some of those awful places in the US where they look like from the air they look like a war zone that's you right know, like yeah, the well, all, all gone yeah the left ends they're all a lot of them don't have the land to have grass fed like we have here um, they're fed indoors yeah 12 yeah. months of the year I don't see the light of day. <laughs> so you, so you sell. Uh, what do you sell? Do you sell like? Do you sell raw, like raw meat? Like, okay. So we sell. It's it's freeze dried, so it's preserved, and we sell it um, in three hundred fifty gram bags. So a three hundred fifty gram bag is about the equivalent, probably, of one point two kilos of wet meat because the water's all taken out of it, so it's much lighter. So it's oh, yeah. like a kilo of feathers compared to a, you know, yeah, yeah. It, you get you get a lot more of it, so it goes a long way. Um, and that's packed with, um, depending on the percentage, or depending on the item, but often it's um, 90 plus percent of meat, um, including the offal plus bone. Um, some of it's, we have some honey, some wild honey in, in some of the products. So honey is another product that dogs will actually seek out and eat in the wild. Really? From, from beehives, yes, they do. Despite, yeah, they the, despite, the, da- despite the dangers. Yeah, exactly. A, a dog will love a bit of honey, though, in the wild if it yeah. gets the chance. Well, we all, I mean, honey's considered a health yeah. food now. That's so, right, yeah. and there are certainly, um, we think, even though it's very difficult to prove again with honey, that there are some benefits, we know, as humans. Is it, is it just a, a basic philosophy? You could pull a philosophy out of this that whatever is closest to what their natural wild diet yes. would be is, is what they should be eating. Yes. I mean, it seems fairly straightforward if yeah. you look at it that way. That's right, and I think we know with human eating too that we know, even though we don't, might not love as much raw food, that eating raw is, is, is much healthier for us for so many reasons. 
Yeah. And I'm thinking about, like, you're talking about the way, like, you f- you freeze-dries the meat and, you, and you're comparing that to air-dried. And that reminded me, I know we, we had um, uh, someone else interviewed a, a coffee expert here and talked yes. about the difference between the way that some coffee is made and others isn't. And the... the the, the the industrial processes that are really fast are also the ones that use heat to make them fast. Yes. And so he was talking about the coffee, like the cheap stuff is just like superheated really quickly, and that's different a different way of doing it than a, a slower way. And so you're talking right. about that with the meat, and I've heard that with with um, like you can get stone ground flour because yeah. it's slower and it doesn't heat up the the flour so fast and it doesn't change the flour. So these are just these are just things that have yes. that this has reminded me of that yes, I've heard in the past. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And the the other thing about freeze dried food, and I don't know if you've tried any human freeze dried food. Like I've tried the raspberries and strawberries, <laughs> yeah. and they the taste when you freeze dry because the liquid's taken out, the food flavour is really enhanced. Like, oh, because it becomes intensified. It becomes really intensified, right. yeah. and. I mean, if you go and try the freeze-dry raspberries, they're absolutely delicious. They're like a burst of flavour in your mouth. They're can we get so those here? delicious. Can yes, we, you can. Yeah, in they're Raglan? in all the soup. You can get them in Raglan. Yeah, I've, okay. I bought them in Raglan. The freeze-dried raspberries, just to give you an idea of what your animals experiencing when they eat freeze-dried food. So you can try that and see the difference between that and a raspberry, for instance, or a cooked one, which would have you know very little flavour in it. But for the animals that are trying the freeze-dried, the flavour is so intense and delicious for them. It's an amazing product to use, especially for training and treats. And yeah. so it's a great way to feed a healthy treat to an animal because the smell is not strong for humans with freeze-dried. Yeah. It's very mild, but it's very strong for the animal. They can smell that, right, that meat, which is what drives them. Yeah. Um, and for training, we found with our, um, with our dog that he's doing all sorts of amazing tricks. Even right, it's the incentive is there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, so look, we've got, to, we've got to wrap up now, but where can people get... Uh, some good nose food for their cats and dogs. Okay, well, for those that just want to try a sample before they buy it, um, they can pop into your. I can leave some free samples here for people to pop in and try. It, and I'm yeah. also just going to drop some free samples over at the Raglan Vets, just so people do want to try and pop in and try a free sample. I should drop yep. some off after the show. Um, otherwise, they can buy them in Raglan. Super Value um, stocks us. Okay. So does Swap in bag free, so you can buy it without the bags also the bags are all recyclable yep. um, and they're recyclable into raglan rubbish bags so okay that's going to a good thing or yep. you can reuse the bag and take it into swap as well and re-put reuse the bag itself and oh, reseal okay. you just it keep reusing keep it reusing, using oh, the yeah. bag great yeah. yeah and also we also sell at the tiuku store as well okay so it's pretty easy to get it's locally. easy around locally yes yeah and have you been able to get around the rest of the country to, to places around the country yes we we sell um we sell all around yeah all around north and south island we've got a lot of stockists yeah you can look online anywhere um, okay. on our website and just see where all our stockists are and we sell online too we have an online delivery service we can sell we deliver anywhere in the country okay and what about overseas yeah. just out of curiosity you're selling overseas yeah. yes we do yeah we've got um we sell to five different countries overseas it's very popular over there very right. big market overseas they've they're a little bit more ahead of the benefits of freeze drying overseas it's relatively new in new zealand it is growing and it is going to grow especially for human food but the benefits of human food as far as the preservation and the ease of Freeze drying, what the yeah. benefits are. Um, and I was going to. Oh, is there anyone else in, the, in New Zealand doing this? Or are you going to tell me you're the only company? Um, well, 
there are uh, there is another company doing some freeze dried food in New Zealand, um, which is great. But very few. The difference with ours is that we are portions of meat and that we put into our food are the highest anywhere. We believe that what we've looked at, the diet that we've produced, is the most best diet that your dog or cat can have. There's nothing that can beat our right our recipes as yeah. far as health. Okay. Well, look, that's 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 good. Good, good to hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, you, I know you wanted to pl- play more animal-themed songs, but I was far more interested in just in learning about this and yeah, because it and, does. And think about cats too. I know we've talked a lot about dogs, but it's the same know, effect, but though, but isn't cats, it? But the cats, I mean, dogs are omnivores, so they eat you know meat and vegetable. Oh, okay, right. Um, but cats are pure carnivores, and you know we're feeding them some. <laughs> definitely not feeding them what they deserve to eat. So especially for cats as well, you know, they, they do really do very well just on the mm. pure meat. And I know, cats are much pickier too. Some cats yes, will eat anything, but our cat won't. Good grief. Yeah, and if it's you're changing a- your pet food, just make sure you do it slowly over a seven-day period. If you switch suddenly with a, a type of food that you've been using to one, you know, you, you can well expect some stomach upsets. It's, it's important to gradually okay. introduce a new food slowly over some time right. as well if you are thinking of changing. Yeah, yeah, some good advice there, folks. So we're, folks have been talking to Sue Bellaby from Good Nose. And, uh, yeah, they can contact us, email me, any questions about their animal health the website, or problems. website address? Yeah, just goodnose.com.co.nz. Okay, all right, that's the easiest way, and then all your details are there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. People don't sure. remember things anymore. I have to just tell them to find yes, it on, on the right. internet. Yes, that's right. So contact us, any questions, or Facebook too. We've got a Good Nose Facebook page. Please yep. get in touch with us. Um, any questions? Okay, awesome. All right, thanks for coming in, Sue. Thank you. Thanks for having me talk. All right, folks, that's the end of the show for the day. I hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, I'll see you all again tomorrow morning.